Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. That's a divisive topic right there is savory oatmeal, but I am a huge, huge savory There's a oatmeal. place like two blocks away from our shop in the West Village that does oatmeal. Like Wait. that's the only thing they sell. Just oatmeal. Well, now they added stuff because... <laughs> And they have like cacho and pepe. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. That would be delicious. It's delicious. As much as I love talking about oatmeal, which actually I do love talking about because oatmeal is one of my favorite <laughs> foods, not to sound too cool. Um, we are, in fact, here to talk about cats. Yes. Is that okay with you? Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about cats. Cats. Let's talk about cats. It's another episode of Let's Talk About Cats. I'm noted cat lady, Mary Philip Sandy. Of course, my cat is Grendel, and I am here with Fanny Gerson. She is a chef, author of three cookbooks, and the brain and the sweet tooth behind Doe and La New Yorkina. And may I say, as someone who eats frozen treats all year round, <laughs> La New Yorkina is one of my favorite places to go for these things. So it's very nice to know that there is a single place now where we can go here in New York City's West Village to get treats all the time. In moderation, or not. <laughs> or not. Or not. Or not. You know, make your <laughs> Thank decisions. you. That makes me happy to hear. But more importantly, you have a cat. Yes, I do. Can you tell us your cat's name, please? His official name is Leonard Pinole. Okay. But we call him Terremoto, sure. which means earthquake. Earthquake. Okay. <laughs> is, is Leonard a larger cat? He's not. Oh. He's not large. He's just, he makes a lot of uh, crazy movements and it's just... Uh, a bit manic. <laughs> so let's get to know Leonard a little bit more with something that we call the five-word memoir. Please tell us about Leonard in five words. Leonard is crazy. He's sweet, terrible. He's loving and he's very sensitive. Oh, a sensitive earthquake. Yes. <laughs> a cat of many contrasts. <laughs> well, we're going to learn a lot more about Leonard later in the show. But it is time now for the cat quiz. <laughs> It's time for our cat quiz today. How much do you know about sweets and sweet furry creatures? By which I mean cats. Ah. Ah. <laughs> As always, there is a prize at stake and there is no time limit, but we just ask that you, you know, answer briskly because we don't have all day. We've got ice cream to eat and cats to pat, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Are you ready? I don't know. You've got this. All right. Question number one. The great state of Maine produces the world's best maple syrup. I can say that. I'm from there. It also brings us the Maine Coon, a big fluffy cat that's known for its friendly, may I even say sweet, personality. Now, this trait has been mostly eliminated by selective breeding, but many early Maine Coons had an unusual number of what? I have no idea. Whiskers? Oh, a very good guess. And actually rather close. The answer is toes. They were polydactyl cats. Wow. But the breeders bred it out of them. 
like genetically modified cats. <laughs> Let them wiggle their many toes. Okay, question two. Ben and Jerry's once made a limited edition flavor called You've Got to Be Kitten Me. It had cat-shaped chocolate chunks and vanilla ice cream with toffee flakes and a fudge swirl. True or false? Was that a real flavor? I'm going to say true. You know what? It should have been, but that's uh. false. Ben, Jerry, get at me. I think me. it was wishful thinking. Wishful thinking. Wishful I, thinking. Okay, number three. The word candy comes from the word gand, which means lump sugar. This word comes from a country that is also the birthplace of beautiful long-haired cats with silky coats and cute little round faces that you just want to squish. What country is that? India. You know what? I'm going to give it to you on a technicality. It's actually Iran, but it was sort of the Persian Empire. It was a Persian, yes. We're going to give that to you. All right, We're going to give right. that to you. Excellent work. All right. Number four. In 2013, an Indiana bakery went viral after making a decorating error on a customer's cake. Here's what happened. They wrote, congratulations, Laura. Next, there was a nice portrait of Laura. You know, one of those photo transfers you can do yeah. on top of the cake. Here's the problem. On top of Laura's head, they drew a cat in icing. What should have been there instead? A flower? That would have been beautiful. The answer <laughs> is a cap, a graduation a cap. cap. You know what? I would take a cake with my picture and a cat on my head anytime anyone wants to do this for me. All right, our last question. Uh, a divisive sweet. Black licorice. You either love it or you hate it. In the Nordic countries, of course, people love it. And candy companies there make licorice in all kinds of cute shapes, including cats. Some of it just tastes like licorice, but some black licorice kitties have a more unusual flavor added. What is it? I want to say something crazy like sardines. We're going to give it to you. The answer is salt. They make savory, salty that, licorice in that. the shape of cats. Wow. And they feed it to their children. <laughs> you did a fantastic job on today's cat quiz. And you win today's prize. It is oh a salt and pepper gosh. set. <laughs> I love these. These are so cute. You can use that to season your licorice. Maybe I should try to do like a... A version of that in ice cream. You could. You know, you never know. <laughs> for all the Scandinavian For all the Scandinavian customers. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't tapped into that market yet. Okay, so it is time for our Hot Topic Debate. This is where we resolve a divisive feline-related issue once and for all. And Fanny, I know you are a small business owner and entrepreneur. So here's my question. It's real simple. Would cats make good small business owners? If so, why? If not, why not? I guess it depends on the kind of business. Okay. Tell me about this. Cats, in general, they're leaders, but they're not necessarily team players. Mm -hmm. So I think, I think they'd be very ambitious mm -hmm. if it was something that only required them to do <laughs> like they were the only sort of member of the small business what do you think they, they don't take no for an answer and that often is a thing that small business owners have to do you got to keep pushing and pushing you know there's red tape there's obstacles you yeah. can't let that stop yeah they're very you. Stubborn, stubborn which is good yeah and you know you, you you can't you can't give up you can't give in easily but at the same time that would mean they wouldn't be open to sort of important suggestions, but I think they can be lured. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I guess my real concern would be the customer service, right? If it's a customer service type of business, you yeah. know, the saying customers come first. I don't know that a cat would buy into that because the cat would come first. Yes, exactly. Um, 
maybe if it's not like a a forward-facing, right. <laughs> you know, customer service. Like selling ice do cream, well. I don't think a cat could do no, very well. No, I don't think so. And you'd get fur <laughs> in the product. Yeah. I guess that is the other the other concern, though, is, right, like depending on what the product was, they could possibly eat or destroy the inventory. <laughs> Although they would keep rodents away, and so you would save some money. Yes, in that's that true. Very efficient. Right. And every and dollar counts in a city like this. Exactly. And, you know, they would attract customers because they're super cute. Yes. And you always need sort of that extra something to bring people yeah. in the door. So. Yeah. It's a hook, right? Like you get press coverage. It's like, oh, it's not just a store that opened. It's a store run by a cat. Like that gets you press. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, it, you, you really need to differentiate yourself these days. Exactly. <laughs> um, maybe it's more like cats would be good business consultants to small business owners. I mean, here's the thing, right? They they essentially have been working alongside us yeah. for a long time. Exactly. They've been apprenticing. They've learned in bodegas, in museums, libraries. Breweries have cats. That's a thing. Brewery cats. Yeah. So maybe they could sort of become independent consultants that small business owners could hire. Right? I, think, I think that's the way to go. Would you, as a small business owner, hire a cat as a consultant? Yes, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, ambitious young cats out there listening, uh, you know what to do. <laughs> now time for the real reason that we're here. Fanny, let's talk about your cat. <laughs> How did you and Leonard meet? A few months before I met Leonard, um, I had a cat. They were siblings, uh, Mingus and Charlotte. So Mingus had passed away the year prior, and then Charlotte passed away. And I was completely heartbroken. They were with me for over 15 years, both of them. And about a month and a half or two months later, my husband and I went to Mexico to get married. And when we came back, a friend of ours, she basically gave us Leonard as a wedding gift. <laughs> Wait, so you get back and she's like, congratulations, here's a cat, like in a bat? No, with it a was bow? like, it was very strange. Like, so we came back and we had some friends visiting from out of town and she texted us, you know, she said, I have your wedding present for you. I want to give it to you. And we're like, okay, well, let's meet during the week. And she's like, no, she was very insistent, but she wouldn't tell us. And we're like, we're out to dinner with our friends. Then we were in the movies and she was like, I'm in the neighborhood. I need to leave. You know, I want to see it. And we're like, so just leave it in the foyer. We were already in the movie theater, like with the popcorn and everything. And so she ended up really insistent texting my husband. So he was really annoyed. He went out and then he never came back. And I was like, what the hell happened? So. I get to the house and he looks at me and he says, um, I don't know how to tell you this, but Annie gifted us a cat. <laughs> I said, what? And then I started sobbing. I was I was crying because, you know, I, I was still heartbroken. The wound was very fresh from Charlotte. And I said, I don't know if I if I'm ready to have a cat. I, I don't know. And where is this cat? And uh, the the poor kitten, you know, was tiny and I didn't even see him for the first, like, four days. I could hear him in the middle of the night, and I would go out, you know, quietly from the bedroom to try to find him, and I could just see eyes, and he was just really scared at first. And then after about a week went by, and I said, 
okay, I guess he can stay because I don't even see him, <laughs> you know. And the moment I said that out loud, he came out and he started running around like crazy and he ran around my neck and I started to get hives, which I've never, I mean, I've always had cats and I've never had hives and it was like, what, you know, so we, we bathe him and, you know, and then the rest is uh, history in the making. And, but, and yes. where did the name Leonard come from? Leonard Cohen had yes. just yes. passed and uh, we felt it was... I don't know, like there was something, the energy about him. And, and then pinole is uh, this like toasted ground corn mm -hmm. uh, beverage. Okay. And, uh, you know, I don't know, like there was something like comforting that reminded me of it. And I just, I, I liked the name. And then at first we actually called him Fantasma, which is ghost, because we didn't see him. And then, you know, it's funny to think that now he's Terremoto. So once you decided you were keeping Leonard... Did you eventually end up thanking the friend who gave him to you? I have to say that it's been very different than all the other cats because it was so painful to lose uh, Charlotte and Mingus that I've definitely, I definitely feel I have put kind of a, not a wall, but like, um, you know, like I'm protecting myself. Mm. Like I haven't allowed myself to like fully give in you know what I mean and then I was pregnant but there's been some really difficult moments where he's he's been there in a very in the way that cats know how to be there right and uh so I I, I kind of pretend I'm resisting but he's totally won me over he knows, he knows. <laughs> he knows. um yes you, and you are you are a new mom congratulations thank you um what does Leonard think about the baby and vice versa uh well at first i think he was a bit scared mm -hmm. uh, of him and sort of like what the hell happened because also you know we, we needed to get him uh you know mm -hmm. <laughs> leonard had surgery leonard had surgery and <laughs> we could not get him in the in the carrier to to take him to the vet and they only do this once a week oh, no. so we tried for a few weeks before and we literally couldn't do it so we had to get somebody the day I went into the hospital somebody from the vet had to come help us to put him in so I mean I feel terrible I feel like the worst mom to Leonard because he came home you know with the cone none of us were there you know, probably like what the hell just happened and then when we came back from the hospital I thought oh, I'm going to go home and it's just going to be so peaceful and quiet. And, and we came back and it looked like there was like a bloodbath all over our bed. It was, I mean, it looked like a crime scene. Oh, no. So he was very mad. He was very, very upset. Rightly so. Yes. Rightly so. Was there a moment that you remember when you sort of realized that you were ready for Leonard and that, yeah, this was okay? I think it's um, little moments. The, the first moment I can think of is after I gave birth, I was really anemic when I went home. And I'm not used to feeling weak. You know, like I feel I'm a very physically strong person working in kitchens, you know, carrying like 50-pound bags of sugar and flour. And, you know, so I was not... Like I knew I wasn't going to feel as normal, but this like going to the bathroom was a struggle. And so I remember there was one night and, you know, you're there and, and the hormones are just out of control and I'm feeling so weak and just and, and, and also I have to provide and I want to be the best provider to my son. And I remember like this one night, you know, uh, and, I, and I always 
have uh, appreciated those moments with with my son, even in the middle of the night, even now, like when sort of the the world is quiet and it's just us two, even if I'm exhausted. But there was this moment where I was just like, it was too much. It was like I was really overwhelmed. And Leonard just sort of came and uh, he just sort of sat there, you know, like laid down next to me. That's it. Not not wanting me to pet him because usually if he comes like that's you know that's it and sort of like I'm here so he did that for the next few days and it was a very subtle thing that he did and I was extremely grateful not just to have him but for you know I've always felt like they're very perceptive and uh, so it, it that was the the moment there's nothing better than uh, having a cat when you need one yeah <laughs> <laughs> It's the best. Yeah. It's the best. Do you see your son and Leonard as brothers? Uh, and how do you see their relationship evolving in the future as they get older? Definitely do feel they're kind of like brothers and they're kind of in a discovery phase because they're, well, especially, you know, my son is discovering himself and then Leonard is discovering, you know, sort of, you know, how to, how to be with somebody that's that little and that, you know, and be okay with it. So it's been an adjustment and now they want to play with each other, but there's been a couple of incidents minor minor but scuffles over toys perhaps <laughs> yeah I, I never thought about that but actually they can share most toys yes there is very little difference at that age between cat toys and, and kid toys yeah you just throw it on the floor and let him go for it Leonard lets him get away with a lot more than he lets us do like he would never let us pull his tail for example so I think they kind of know like they understand a little bit it's just more like sometimes you know it, it, he, he does a little too much, so he ends up getting a bit scratched. But he's just being a kitten. You know, he's being playful. So I think uh, I hope that they get to have sort of a bond in the way that I have had with, with my cats, which it excites me. And then, of course, when I think about sort of the loss, it, it does terrify me a bit because he's so little. But I think they're going to grow up together. I mean, I'm looking forward to sort of them creating their own little world. It is funny to see, you know, what you think of as a sibling dynamic, you know, where it's like one minute they're best friends, the next minute it's like, go away, leave me alone. And then yeah. it's, you know, and then it's like, wait, wait, where are you going? You know, and my son's an only child and he's always going to be an only child. So it's nice that he has uh, yeah. a cat that he can sort of, I, I mean, it sounds silly to people who aren't cat people, but it is nice. No, to... it is. I mean, even now when my son's name is Gael. So when Gael is, even even if he's so little, Sometimes that we have to say, you can't play with him. Like, it's not always Leonard's fault. You know right. what I mean? I'm like, yeah. he's just being a cat. Yeah. He's just being... And it's like, good It's good for them to learn. It's like, you have to share. You have to respect other creatures' exactly. needs <laughs> and wants. It's not just about you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Did you grow up with cats? Yes, I had an aunt. I guess there's something about me wanting, <laughs> for people wanting to give, <laughs> give me cats as a gift. Wait, has this happened before? Well, my aunt gave me a cat and my mother to this day is angry at her for it because my mother doesn't like pets. You know, she's not an animal hater. She just, you know. Some people pre- don't. Yeah. Prefers them outside <laughs> her home. But she decided to let me keep her because there was always construction around sort of the area so it was like an indoor outdoor cat and would keep sort of any kind of unwanted rodents away right and so this was in mexico city right where you grew up Mm -hmm. so did your aunt just show up one day with a cat and say happy birthday or no just like i thought you'd want a cat (laughs) (laughs) happy thursday here's a cat (laughs) exactly i was so excited and this was your mom's sister Yes. Your mother's own sister betrayed her. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yes, she did. That's amazing. My sister would, you know, she's the same way as my mom. And she would kill me if I did that. Yeah. (laughs) But I'm very tempted to do that with my nieces. I just, I think in general you should ask before (laughs) giving someone's child a cat. I mean, we, we we talk about how Leonard came into our lives often. And it's a unanimous opinion. It is definitely the strangest wedding gift we got. Yeah, I think it's probably the strangest wedding gift probably anyone has gotten, a live kitten. <laughs> it's like, kitten. here's the responsibility. Did, do you, you know? know where, did your friend get him from a shelter or find him on the street? It was, uh, no, it was uh, her brother, I guess her brother had a cat. Oh, and, and that was the thing, like the urgency was because she was keeping the cat, but she's allergic oh, and, uh, and she couldn't. So she was like, who can I give a cat? It's like, oh, this is a perfect wedding gift because she knew I was upset about Charlotte. <laughs> Very strange. Um, so, so Leonard was not around in the earliest days of your of your business when you were opening La New Yorkina. Um, but has he taught you anything about running a business since he's been with you? Just his personality is very much the way that business is. You know, like when he runs around like crazy, <laughs> I, I feel I can relate. And then I look at him and he finds a way to be very peaceful, despite, you know, despite circumstances that maybe are not sort of ideal for him. So I think that there's definitely lessons to be learned from from him. If Leonard were to open his own business, what do you think it would be? I feel like he would want to open a, like a gymnasium. Ooh, for with- cats or for people? Oh, for cats. Oh, it, <laughs> for a cat sure. gym? A cat gym, like with lots of trampolines, uh-huh. you know. It could be a well, combo. It could actually, be for kids and cats yeah, together. Yeah. yeah. You know what? He'd probably want to open, I take that back. I think that they would want like a human cafe. 
<laughs> you Whoa, know? yes, where they could just go and climb on people. Yeah, exactly. And they could get pet, you know, like, and fed. Yes. And, uh, and then they'd have, like, all these kind of, you know, trampolines for sure, like yep. I said, and different things where they could be you know, cuddled and play, I think that's what he would open. That's actually a pretty good business <laughs> idea. <laughs> I could see that happening. If, there's a, if yeah. there's a store that just sells oatmeal, I think that could happen. Cat ice cream, should that be a thing? Should you make it? Maybe, maybe I should make it. The most important thing, like, what's the base? You know, right. like tuna. Well, more like sort of like the liquid. Is oh, it yeah. is it uh, dairy based? Oh, because right. like I remember growing up, we would give my cat milk mm-hmm. all the time. But then when I had Charlotte and Mingus, the vet was like, "No, yeah, you're not supposed. Cats to, are not supposed. They're to lactose have. intolerant. Yeah, even though my my first cat lived, you know, 17 yeah. years. So It's like people. Some of them are more lactose intolerant than others. Yeah. Like, I, I, again, I'm pretty lactose intolerant, which is a bummer. But sorbets, fruit-based things, I'm all about it. So maybe there's an equivalent for cats of yeah. some sort. Yeah, I mean, I feel maybe they like kind of sweet things, I feel. So maybe like an almond milk-based or mm. whatever. But definitely I feel catnip. Cat, ooh, catnip. It's a like catnip. a catnip infusion yes. base. And then you could have like that a whole line. So you could have like the tuna, the chicken. Yeah. <laughs> salmon. Salmon. You could have like, you could have like a like shaved frosty salmon bits on top. Yes. I think they would like that. You know. Along the similar lines, you know, you mentioned that Leonard has sort of a food-based name, his full name. But, you know, if you were to make uh, a frozen treat, let's say inspired by Leonard... With any ingredients, let's say cost is no issue, what would it consist of? Well, first, you know, like he's he's an orange cat. Okay. He's really cute, you know, and we do very colorful things. Yes. So oh, I feel it would part, have yeah. to do, you know, he's like striped. So I feel like something like tangerine, mm. you know, and mm. it also I feel tangerine is kind of like his personality a bit, you know, like because it's, it's not one note. I think it would be a sorbet at this age, maybe yes. an ice cream when he's older. But <laughs> <laughs> and I think it would be definitely have some chili because he's a little he's spicy because mm-hmm. he's definitely you know ooh tangerine and chili. This is a little spunk. So yeah, you know, and maybe like you know in the way that uh, you have creamsicles, maybe with some like creaminess. Maybe ooh. that's yeah, like a like a swirl. Ooh, yeah, I think something like that because you know he's he is very warm and cuddly, but. You've got that sort of feistiness. This sounds delicious. You know, I mean, I'm sure people come up to you all the time, (laughs) like making flavor requests. But like that does sound delicious. Yeah, the Leonard special. And you put his little face out there. Yeah. Again, cats sell product. Let's face it. You're right. You're right. You know, you're (laughs) onto something. So, uh, in the introduction to your wonderful cookbook, Mexican Ice Cream, you describe yourself as I want to get this right. You say that you are an eternal optimist. Yes. Now, I'm assuming you wrote this before 2016. Are you still an eternal <sighs> optimist, Fanny Gerson? Uh, yes. You are. <laughs> okay. No, I'm just checking. And that's I great. Am. We need We need that. We need people <laughs> like that. Do you think Leonard is also an eternal optimist? I don't think that Leonard is an eternal optimist, but I think he's a realist. And, you know, it's more like a live in the moment. Yes, kind of person. Do you think being a cat person helps you be an optimist? Definitely. 
I definitely think so. I think that, you know, having a cat, you know, first of all, especially since, you know, that date. Mm -hmm. The <laughs> day we do not speak of, yes. Yes. You know, having a cat to come home to is very necessary. <laughs> you know yes. what I mean? It it just it's very soothing and for, for both, you know, and I think it's it's an escape from reality and it's sort of like it's gonna be okay. And often I talk to him and now I talk to him and my son at the same time. <laughs> you know, it's kind of like in a think about it, when you go to therapy, often the therapist doesn't talk much, right? So here is a similar thing I find and I just sort of it helps me talk through through things. And I tell them, you know, I don't know what's going to happen. Uh, we're going to be okay. Still not sure how or, and this is crazy. And I, I feel like I do often have to apologize for, you know, them being in this world right now. But sort of trying to make sure like, well, our little world, we're going to try to make as okay as possible. And they're a big part of that. That's really great. I like that approach to it. And the great thing about having a cat therapist is they don't charge you $200 an hour. <laughs> Definitely. Um, so we always like to finish by asking our guests, what would you like to say to your cat, Leonard, who's listening at home? Leonard, you drive me crazy, but I love you. And it's, it's not that it's taken me a while, but, you know, just bear with me <laughs> and be good to your brother. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's the most important thing, Leonard. Um, okay, so we have uh, one shout out to do today. Uh, and a reminder, if you'd like me to shout out a cat, whether it's your cat or just any cat that you've met who deserves a shout out, email us, shouts at letstalkaboutcats.com. And today we're saying hello to Angela Lansbury, who's listening in Pennsylvania. Nice. Yes, Angela, your mom would love for you to stop playing the piano so early in the morning. Your passion for music is inspiring, but the kids are trying to sleep. So please consider rescheduling your concerts. <laughs> people want to find out more about you and La New Yorkina, where should they go on the internet? They can go into lanewyorkina.com, which is L.A. New York spelled out I-N-A. Thank you for coming here today you. to Thank talk you about cats. Me. And for more about us, of course, you can go to letstalkaboutcats.com. You can sign up for our newsletter that comes out at the end of every month. And while you're at it, you know, subscribe to the show if you haven't already. You can also tell a friend about us. You know, we've heard from a few people who say, you know, I don't usually listen to podcasts, but someone sent me a link because they know I like cats. That is music to my ears. So please, if you know someone out there who's a cat person, let them know about the show. It really helps us. And you know what? It'll help your friend, too. That's all for now. I am Mary Philip Sandy. My cat's name is Grendel. Our producer is the sweet and salty Lizzie Jacobs. Our theme song is by Poingley with additional music by The English Muffins. Our show logo was created by Julia Emiliani. We'll be back next week to talk more about cats. Bye-bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.